What's up, my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is doing well. I have a little bit of an announcement today. I just wanted to say that uh, next week I will be chit-chatting with Kim D uh, on her podcast. I think it's the one um, that she does. Like she has a YouTube channel as well. It's not the one that goes into the Patreon. So uh, you will have access to it. It will be on her side dish channel. I believe so. Send in your questions. Let me know what you would like um, for me to ask Kim D. I have a few people that have sent me some of their questions. And of course, I have my own questions prepared for Miss Kim D. (laughs) So I think it will be very fun. Um, Mostly just like talking about the behind the scenes. um, Some things that took place between season one to 13. So I think it should be really, really, really fun. And one thing that I have to let you guys know about is that um, I asked him, I said, you know, so how would you like to do this? Like, do you want me to send you the questions in advance um, so that way you have a chance to maybe review it or just think of your answers? And she said to me, which I thought was pretty cool. um, She said to me without an ounce of hesitation, she said, absolutely not you can ask me anything and we'll just do it off the cuff um you know i'm i'm comfortable doing it like that like i don't need to receive the questions in advance which i thought was really really super cool so i'm definitely looking forward to chit-chatting with kim d um i was quite pleased to even talk to her for a little bit uh, over the phone she is um she is a personality. She is really what you see on the show, but extremely kind and nice and approachable. So I'm really looking forward to finally have a chance to talk to her a little bit more about the show. And uh, hopefully we can get some of those um, questions that you have answered on the podcast. So we have a few things that we need to cover, guys. There's a lot to cover, a lot about Teresa, a lot about Vanderpump rules. So let's jump right into it. So I'm just going to be really quick on this one. I just wanted to touch base and give you guys my opinion um, when it comes to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Last night's episode was really good. Uh, I just wanted to touch base on that conversation that Dorit and Garcelle had at the table and I'm not going to be extremely long when it comes to all of this you guys know my opinion you know how I feel when it comes to that whole situation between Garcelle and Dorit I think that the the initial sit down that they had at that at that point was um a little bit difficult to watch and I felt uneasy uh I've said that quite a bit And I wish that Garcelle would have been more open to um, what Dorit had to say the first time around. However, I have to say that in Spain, I was really happy. I don't know what happened, guys, but I was really happy that Garcelle was a little bit more self-reflective and at that point recognized that Dorit was not a Karen or was not a racist or all of these other labels that people like to put on each other and you know you got to give credit where where credit is due i was happy that garcelle just said to dorit you know what 
we had a meeting, a sit down. It didn't really go very well. And now I feel bad, like having spent a few days with you in Spain and seeing how great we get along. I feel bad how things ended up, right? And I don't believe that you are these things. I don't believe that you are a Karen sort of thing. And I just wanted you to understand why this word made me feel a certain way. And I have to say that I was really proud of Dorit on last night's episode when she said to Garcelle, Garcelle, and you know, we knew this, right? Like we, the viewers, um, we're, we're fans of the show. So we tend to find out every single bit of information that it, there is out there about the Bravo libraries. So I, I was happy that Dorit said to Garcelle, listen, I am an Israeli and I was bullied and picked on as a kid um, for being Jewish. And Dorit's mom, I don't think she said that last night, but Dorit's mom is Moroccan. And, you know, I've been reading online people saying, well, if Dorit is Moroccan and Jewish, how come we only found this out like this season? It's not true. Dorit has said since the very beginning when she joined the show, she was talking to Mauricio and she said to Mauricio, I am Jewish. And he asked her, do you speak? And she said, yes. And, uh, you know, that's when we also found out that, you know, Dorit spoke different languages and all of that. But Dorit is very proud of her heritage. And um, I was happy that she explained to Garcelle some of the struggles that she had to go through as well as a child, right? As a person of the Jewish community and all of that. So, and, you know, it's fair to say that Garcelle, she herself made a little bit of a of an assumption because she said to Dorit, you know what, I just feel sometimes that you're sheltered. Well, you can't make those accusations about people's lives if you don't know what they've been through. And clearly, Dorit has been through some stuff, right? She knows what discrimination feels like as well because she felt discriminated against when she was growing up, right? So it's unfair for anyone to say that a person comes from a life of privilege or that they have been sheltered if they don't know that person's story. And that's all I was trying to say, guys. You don't know another person's story. So just because they are not uh, considered a person of color does not mean that this person has not gone through some hardship, right? So anyways, I was really happy to see the ladies come together and find a common ground and just put a pin in it. And hopefully we don't get to talk about that for the rest of the season. Hopefully that's the last of it that we hear, right? So if you've been a fan of the podcast, you know that uh, when the whole scandal scandal broke out last year, I was um, on the other side of the spectrum. Obviously, I did not support or condone the actions of Raquel and Tom. Um, I thought that they, you know, were just human beings that made a terrible mistake. And uh, I understood that the public was upset. And I understood that, of course, they did a very bad thing. But I was never for the 
humiliation online and the cancellation of the businesses and the name calling and all of that. And even myself, I caught some flack for that online. Some people unfollowed me because of my opinions. Uh, some people unsubscribed. But at the end of the day, if I just wanted to be like everybody else, I would just say whatever, whatever everybody else is saying. I made a commitment to myself that I would just speak my truth and give my opinion no matter how people receive it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I also realized that sometimes people are just upset initially when you say something. Um, they don't necessarily understand it and they get mad and then they respond and then they comment and they unfollow and then they refollow and then they unfollow again and then they open another account and they follow you from that account. They block you, they unblock you, you know, it's part of the game, right? But um, for me, uh, I've come to realize that what a lot of people do sometimes initially is they get upset but then you give it a couple of months or maybe like I would say two to six months and then the public opinion starts to shift, right? So in this game, this podcasting, blogging world, um, I think it's all about time. You know, time is everything. And if people get upset with something that I say at the beginning, chances are maybe like in a few months from now, maybe they will feel differently and what i said at the time was that i felt that because every single cast member on vanderpump rules let's be honest none of them are saints they've all cheated at some point in time uh, maybe at the exception of one or two cast members they've either all cheated or were cheated on or that kind of stuff right so I understood that Raquel did a very bad thing with Tom and then you know Raquel was friends with Ariana so again it just adds more insult to injury but I was also surprised that none of the cast members were being compassionate just a little bit towards the situation considering that they don't have the best of past and that they have been the cheater in the relationship at some point in time right so and if we're looking at um the trailer for the season it seems like schwartz is admitting that something took place between him and sheena i believe at some point in time um you know if it's not like an edit that is like intended to be deceitful that will be very interesting to find out because i guess that implies that sheena kissed Schwartz while Schwartz was maybe with Katie. They've been married a long time, so I can't wait to hear a little bit more about that one. But um I have to say guys, I'm really proud. I'm proud of Lala. I'm wondering if Lala listened to the episodes that I released earlier on in 2023 when that whole scandal happened. Because I was just stating my opinion and saying, like, you know what, Lala, you're going through something yourself. Uh, with Randall and um, you don't necessarily have the best reputation in the court of public opinions right so out of all people can you not extend any compassion to this girl Raquel right and I'm what I'm saying is you don't have to agree with what the person did you can despise what they did to the core but you can still be a human being right and just 
try to come from a place of, well, you know what? Introspection, right? Maybe it's like, yeah, you know, I was the other woman in the relationship and I know what it feels like to be called these names. And uh, I know what it feels like to go through this isolation where, you know, the, the, the entire world is against you and you're wearing that scarlet letter and all of that, right? So I felt like Raquel does not necessarily she didn't necessarily deserve to be celebrated for what she did but that someone would still extend some sort of empathy towards the fact that she's a human being going through it as well even though she did a very terrible thing right so anyways um i think it's going to be very interesting to see this this season what transpires with all of that and i'm happy to be honest with you i don't think we're going to see a lot of raquel i don't think we're going to see her at all i was really happy to know that she was not returning because why would you want to expose yourself to that kind of situation it's very toxic i think that raquel just needs to work on herself and to try to understand why she did what she did and I don't really believe that this type of work can be done while you're filming on a reality TV show. Now, on last night's episode, <laughs> you know, I have to be quite honest with you guys. And um, I'm not really an Ariana fan. I've never really been a fan of hers even before that whole scandal and all of that. I never really thought that she was that. Anyways, that's just my opinion. Uh, I just find her, I just find her a little blah on the show. You know, that's that's really what it is for me. Like, I'm not like a big Ariana fan, if even at all. But um, I thought that Ariana was being a little bit disrespectful because it's like, you know what? I understand you're going to Tom Tom, and you know it's on the tail of everything that happened between you and your ex but you've already moved on into a new relationship with this guy he made his debut on the show through facetime so you're already in another relationship at this point so now you're going to this bar and mind you the bar is called tom tom and tom schwartz comes over and says hi ariana and she doesn't even acknowledge him and i don't necessarily think it's fair chances are you know this is his bar so chances are you're gonna run into one of the toms and if you don't feel like you want to talk with any of them then maybe you should not go there right that's really my opinion i think it's really really rude when someone says hi to you and you can't even like respond not even with a smile or just like at least acknowledge the person i thought that was so rude of hers and i always thought that you know my mom always told me that hi saying hi to someone is free and it doesn't cost you anything and the guy just walks over he says hi to everyone he says hi ariana i think you know the least that she could have done in his place of business was just to say hi as like high back like it doesn't cost you anything you don't have to have a conversation with him and i think she's being a little bit um too much of an, a hard ass when it comes to that whole situation it's like we understand you are mad at tom sandoval he's the one who cheated on you and yes you may have had like a close relationship with schwartz at some point in time and you're disappointed in his behavior as well for not telling you or maybe protecting him and all of that but I think Ariana has been 
being a little bit unfair in that situation by expecting um you know everyone not to speak to either schwartz or not having a relationship with people that are um still connected to tom sandoval i don't think that that's fair um you know a few years ago when tom was with Kristen, and i will continue to say that even though they were much younger Tom and Kristen were in a relationship for a very long time. I think they were together for like six or seven years. And when Tom and Ariana started dating, Christelle was, Kristen was heartbroken. And, you know, she didn't ask everybody to stop talking to everyone that was connected to Tom and Ariana and this and that and the other, right? So I think that Ariana just needs to move on a little bit. Obviously, she's happy now. She has a relationship with a new dude. Uh, I'm not saying that she needed to be completely healed, um, but I don't think that she should be acting in that way. You know, it's like, just say hi to the guy or don't even go to his bar. So there's a lot of tea that has been dropped by Miss Kim D. Last week, she had, um, she did like, um, what should we call that? Was it like, it wasn't really an interview. I would say that it was mostly like, like a chat with, um, a whole bunch of her patreon members and all of that and you know if you follow chrissy balls online she also did some sort of announcement saying that she would partake and help kim d in this whole live zoom session that they were having and all of that so i have a lot to share with you guys and obviously i cannot play the recording because this belongs in her patreon but i can definitely discuss as always what they talked about in this patreon and guys there's some news here there are some news and i'm gonna share it all with you it's about Teresa. okay so if you have been a fan of the podcast you know that at some point in time i've been questioning if Teresa, if and her sister-in-laws her new sister-in-laws you know the new sisters the ones that they call me every day they call me every day to say that they love me they're close to me i'm close to them they've done more for me in a year that you've ever done for me in 20 years you know those sister-in-laws well apparently <laughs> Well, apparently, there may be some trouble in paradise when it comes to Teresa's relationship with Louis Ruhella's sisters, Veronica and Jennifer. So, not quite sure what happened, but the rumor has it that something happened and they were not, they, I don't know if they were invited to come over for Thanksgiving but they didn't and that we know for a fact because Teresa said you know when she explained how her whole Thanksgiving went she said um because I listened to the podcast right guys I listened to Namaste Bitches and Teresa was saying well you know I'm not making a big turkey uh this year I'm just gonna have the turkey breast I just want to buy one or two turkey breasts and that's what we're gonna eat right right away 
I was just like, oh, like my antennas went up a little bit because I was just like a turkey breast. That's it, right? Like Teresa has a big family. Like if you think, if you do the math, Teresa has four daughters and then Louis has two sons. So that's six people. And then you have uh, Teresa and Louis. That's eight people. And then if you have the sister-in-laws, that's 10 people. And then if you add the parents, like Louis' parents, that's 12 people. And I don't know, oh, Louis has a brother, you know? Like, that's a lot of people. So I was like thinking, a turkey breast, is that enough to feed all of these people? But anyways, I didn't make anything of it at the time. I was just like, well, you know, the sister-in-law, like one of them lives um, on the West Coast. So I was like, maybe she's not coming over for thanksgiving maybe she's busy maybe she's traveling maybe she can't right but apparently there was a situation that took place the rumor has it that they got upset and they decided not to come for thanksgiving and then the other sister jennifer supported her sister veronica because she felt that something happened like she felt that veronica was validated validated in her um in her um like that she that she was right like basically they wronged her okay i can't speak today i don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> so yeah so apparently jennifer supported veronica because she felt that Veronica was wronged in the whole thing, so she did not show up for Thanksgiving either. So during that live, um, I think MD said something like, they're not following each other anymore. Um, I don't know if I got that correctly, but uh, I thought she meant that Veronica is no longer following Teresa on social media or vice versa. But I went on Teresa's Instagram and I saw that she is still following Veronica and that, um, well, actually, I went on Veronica's Instagram because on, on Teresa's Instagram, you can't see who she follows. Like you can't, like you can see who she follows, but you cannot see who her followers are. So I could see on Veronica that Veronica is still following Teresa and that uh, Teresa still follows her so but then I went on Louis Instagram and I have noticed that Louis does not follow his sister Veronica anymore and she does not seem to be following him either so I think if I got that correctly I think that there is trouble between Louis and his sisters and it's funny because at the very big at, at the very beginning of all of this um, you know if you read some of those documents and um, if you go back to a few interviews that um, were done by some of Louis exes they said that you know he had a very um, complicated relationship with his family and I can't remember where I've read this but it was alleged in a multitude of articles that um, his family does like it, it was said that his family didn't like him 
so i don't know how true that was but um it definitely suggested that he had a very complex relationship with his siblings so i don't know i thought that that was very interesting and obviously all of you have probably seen online there was like I, i'm not sure which fan account started the rumor but someone said that there was trouble in paradise between louis and Teresa, and then Teresa took on to instagram and like posted like a picture of her in a bikini and uh with louis on the beach that's an old picture they're not there right now because i've seen that picture before on their instagram but she said you know love island or um you're the like you know you're the only love of my life or something like that like something around those lines like probably to try to probably in response of um those rumors that are circulating online she probably felt the need to come on and just say see we're together we love each other love 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 you know there's no problems that kind of stuff right so but at the same time i don't know you know and i can't say that there is no trouble in paradise and i cannot say that there is trouble in paradise all i can say though for the fan accounts that are out there and saying you see she posted a happy picture of her and Louie. It means that she's happy. They're happy. I'm not going to agree with that 100% because when it comes to Teresa, I have to say that this is very consistent with the behavior she's had in the past. Just remember, guys, Teresa would always shut down the rumors around her and Joe Judice right surrounding her and Joe Judice in the past she would always say there's no trouble in paradise although there were allegations that they were living a separate life um you know that Teresa had her own bedroom that Joe had his own bedroom it was alleged as early as um I think it was season three season three or four like pretty early on uh Jacqueline was talking about that a lot of people were talking about that and even Caroline back then she was like you know I feel bad for her like you know I'm not gonna pry into people's businesses and like relationships but to tell you the truth I feel bad for her that's what Caroline said at some point in time on the show and you know what guys I've been re-watching um a lot of the earlier episodes and I'm just going to give you my opinion. This is my opinion now. Okay, I'm not saying that this is true. But there's this scene. I think it's season, season two. Teresa's like really super duper pregnant. And she had this little apron on. And uh, she was cooking for the family. And Caroline and Albie. I think it was Albie Menzo, her son. Um, they came over to basically have dinner with Teresa and Joe. Okay, so it was just Caroline and her son. So then Teresa is looking all cute in her apron and, you know, her girls are little and she's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, I think it was like the day before uh, Gia had to attend fashion week or something like that. So then anyways, Joe finally arrives home and I think um they showed on the clock that it was like what maybe 8 30 almost 9 o'clock p.m right and when joe walked in he said hi to his wife and then she said joe you're so late you know like the girls are cranky everybody's hungry this is what happens when you come home so late you know and then joe walks over to caroline to give her a kiss 
like hello and i don't know guys like you guys really need to see it and watch it again but i felt like caroline was kind of mad with joe you know she kind of had this face on where she was just kind of like where are you coming from type of face you know you know when you have like a good girlfriend that comes over at your house and she knows that your husband is up to no good but she doesn't really want to say anything but when your husband walks in she gives him like you know like the dead stare because she's like i know what you've been up to and i know what you're doing she kind of had that face when he walked in so i don't know i don't know if caroline knew something back then like as early as season two but you guys need to watch that whole episode again, okay? And tell me what you think when you see Joe walking, um, you know, through the door and greeting Caroline. Let me know what you think Caroline's face meant, okay? Because it's priceless. And it looks like to me, she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that kind of face. Anyways, another thing that they talked about was um, that whole situation between Teresa and Melissa Feaster. Again, um, there's a lot, of, you know, guys, there's been a lot of talks about this. And I'm not the only one at this point. I think a lot of people are noticing. And um, I've been waiting to see if they would release an episode um, today, but nothing was released as of yet. It is very possible that by the time... Uh, that this podcast episode drops that maybe they will have uploaded a new episode but so far nothing was uploaded today and um, you know Kim D explained in greater details what took place in at BravoCon and a lot of it is you know we, we've talked about it last week and previous weeks and um, there's not a whole lot there but there's one thing that I'm starting to wonder. You, I, I don't know if you guys saw online back uh, in October. Melissa was supposed to have Louis on on the podcast on, I think it was on October 31st. And then they kept on, you know, pushing the date further and say, oh, no, it's going to be uh, in a couple of days and then next week and then next week. And then we never heard about it ever again. So I'm just starting to think that maybe the reason why they're not doing the podcast together with Louis has absolutely nothing to do with, um, you know, waiting for the court or for the lawyers to give them the transcripts and all of that. Like, you know, they kind of just like concocted one of those excuses where it's just like, oh, well, you know, we're just waiting on this and that and the other maybe it has nothing to do with that after all maybe it just has to do with the fact that there is uh, a little bit of tension between melissa feaster and louis louis ruhelas after what took place at BravoCon. because um when was BravoCon? was it at the beginning of uh, october i think it was and then they were supposed to do this whole podcast together with Louie on October 31st, and it never took place. So maybe, just maybe, they decided that, you know what, we're not going to do it because we're actually not getting along, right? Maybe that's the reason why. And one thing that I forgot to mention to you guys a few episodes ago 
was that you know melissa was talking to Teresa about um joe judice and you know what type of wife was Teresa to joe like did you ask him questions about his finances and all of that and then melissa was very open about her own relationship with her husband and saying that you know what she's basically a private investigator and she wants to know everything kind of thing right what i forgot to mention to you guys was that in that conversation melissa also asked Teresa about Louie and his business dealings. And surprisingly, guys, Teresa proved once again that she did not learn anything from her first experience with Joe. Because she said to Melissa that basically she knows nothing about Louie's situation. That was her response. She says that she does not know anything about his finances she also said that she doesn't ask him anything when it comes to his finances she was just kind of like well you know i'm with him every day but no i don't no 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 i don't ask him anything like that like i don't ask him anything and then melissa you know, Melissa, I have to say, she is not a dumb person because she was basically saying to Teresa, but don't you think that you should kind of like, given everything that happened with you and your ex, don't you think that you should ask more questions kind of thing? Like, that's really what I felt like she was getting at. And then Teresa was just like, no no you know no i don't feel comfortable asking him about his business that's what she said you know maybe not verbatim but that's what she said she said that she didn't feel comfortable prying into louis business businesses like that or finances like that so i thought that that was very interesting another thing that uh, they discussed during that live chat was that um you know, last week I was talking about the bashing, about Gia, uh, the kids, and Teresa. Basically, every other episode she says something negative about Jojudice, right? If you want to listen or hear what she had to say about Joe, I did a little compilation in my last episode so you can go on that and listen to it. But um, apparently the girls, um, the Judice's girls, are not happy with the fact that Teresa has been doing that and apparently I think it was maybe Gia allegedly who asked her mom to take down um some of the episodes on her podcast where she's bashing Joe because again guys like you know I'm just trying to be fair and I understand that Joe was not necessarily the best husband but I never felt like he was not a good dad okay but then again I'm not living with him but on tv from what we saw on the show it seems to me that he was a good father and the way that the girls look at him and love him you could tell that they love him very much as well and that they're very close right and those girls are on a plane like pretty much like every other week to go and visit their dad right so they definitely have a good uh relationship with Joe guys so i'm not surprised that the girls are a little bit upset with Teresa 
when it comes to what she says about their father, right? Uh, I would be upset too. And I understand that sometimes relationships do not work and that Teresa uh, may harbor a little bit of resentment or even a lot of resentment towards Joe because of the situation that happens and all of that. But at the same time, you don't have to put him down like that. You know, I thought that the whole reason why they got into an argument on season 12, you know, when Gia got into Joe Gorga's face and was shaking his head and just being like, you know what, this is my dad and the bashing has to stop and I'm doing this for my sisters and for myself and you think my dad doesn't feel bad and he's not even in this country anymore and all of that, right? I thought that this was applicable to Teresa too. But Teresa, every other day, she has something negative to say about her ex, Joe. So, I guess the girls don't like that. And they probably said, you know what, mom, you're bashing him. You're calling him not smart. You're talking about his business. You're putting him down. And there's no need to do that, right? So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why she didn't release an episode on the podcast today. Because she can't talk about Joe. about you Judas but anyways so another thing that was shared during during that live was um and I have to be honest guys to me it came to no surprise I I saw this coming because I never felt like it was genuine on Teresa's part and then again people are going to say well you see you're bashing Teresa again I'm not bashing her just giving you my opinion uh I never felt like Teresa was being sincere when she decided to refollow Kim D on social media. I had to question her intentions uh, just because of the timing of it all, right? And um, you could see that Kim was being open to the whole idea and that she was like, you know what? Maybe we can have a conversation at some point in time. And I understand why Kim D felt that way because you know she was very close to Teresa at some point in time. But at the same time, I was thinking to myself and I was just like, if Teresa was really sincere and really wanted to uh, make up with Kim D, she would have called her by now. She would have actually picked up the phone and said, girl, we need to talk. It's been too long. Like, we need to have a sit down and talk about this whole thing called friendship. But the fact that she never did that and she just like followed her back on social media and then they did this little prank prank call that was probably orchestrated by her husband to um, have them talk basically but then after that not a word I thought that it was very suspicious and I was like wondering like does Teresa really care about making up with Kim D or does she just want like the internet to get talking right kind of thing and um, even at BravoCon there was like I think it was Andy or was it Andy maybe not Andy but one of the hosts asked uh, Teresa, oh, you recently refollowed Kim D on social media, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then Teresa was like, well, no, well, you know, we haven't talked, okay? We haven't talked. Like, I, I found that, like, the way she answered that question, it was kind of just, like, very dismissive. She was not like, well, yeah, actually, you know what? Me and Kim, I'm hoping that at some point in time, we can sit down and have like a real conversation but we're definitely softening to each other baby steps like something around those lines but the fact that she was kind of like almost like oh why are you talking to me about that right now and she just insisted on 
we're not talking. We are not talking. We haven't spoken, you know? It's just like a follow on social media. I was just like, okay, this person, she really doesn't want to really make up with him. That's how I took it. So all of that to say that I was right, guys. Because Teresa has unfollowed Kim D again. She has. She has unfollowed her because she does not like what Kim D had to say. That's the problem with Teresa. You know, I, I find that, and it's not even to compare the two, but that's the reason why I have gained so much more respect for Melissa over the years. It's just, I, I find that Melissa is like tougher, like mentally tougher. It's like, you know, I don't know, like, she plays the game better you know she i think she understands that people will have to do their job sometimes or just like you know be on the other side of the spectrum or just play devil's advocate and as long as you're being respectful and not trashing her i think that you know she will continue to follow you but if you get disrespectful and call her her or her husband's name then you know she like why would she want to subject herself to something negative like that right so that's completely understandable. But I find that Teresa, whenever you say something that she doesn't like, and Kim was not trashing her. She just said, basically, this is what I heard about what happened at BravoCon, which is no news. Like everybody knows that something must have happened at BravoCon because Melissa felt, Melissa Feaster felt the need to have an emergency podcast with Teresa to address that. And then she took it down right then they took the episode down so if you did not want to raise any suspicions then you should have not even done all that right so any anyways so apparently Teresa's upset at the fact that Kim D had a conversation on her patreon and said this is what happened so then Kim D even called it she said I'm probably gonna get unfollowed by that person after I do this podcast and she did Teresa unfollowed Kim D once again because this is how she operates if you don't agree with her at all times she does not consider you a friend or someone that is loyal to her right she said that in one of her episodes when Kim D was on um, she said, Kim D always agrees with me. That's what she said. She said, she's a good friend and she always agrees with me. So you could tell that this is something that is very important to Teresa. You have to always agree with her, even when she's wrong. So I don't know. I have to wonder how close Teresa is to Jacqueline Lorita at this point. Because, you know, they had the whole reconciliation thing. And um, I was thinking, okay, that will last for a little bit, you know, because she probably wants to get something out of Jacqueline. And at the time, Jacqueline was touring the country, talking a lot of crap about Melissa and Joe. So I think Teresa kind of like wanted that reconciliation to happen between her and Jacqueline in hopes that Melissa and Joe would get fired from the show. The plan did not work. So I don't know how close she is to Jacqueline at this point. 
I don't know if uh, they're still talking on the phone, but I guess we'll see. We'll find out. I just wanted to make a slight correction and this is just my opinion guys because last week um, on last week's episode I said that I thought that Teresa was the one who sat down with Kim D um, for a quick lunch or dinner or just to have a conversation and um, you know by process of elimination I was like it's probably not going to be Melissa it's probably not going to be Dolores it's probably not going to be Jennifer so I really thought it was Teresa or Margaret but now after everything that I just said to you guys when it comes to Teresa unfollowing Kim D um, I think now the person who sat down with Kim D and this is my opinion guys I think it's Margaret so We'll stay tuned on that and we'll see if uh, Kim D will disclose that next week or when she will. But if I had to 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 um, take a guess right now, I would say that it's Margaret. Let me know what you guys think. That's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can catch me at relatable underscore Stella on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Housewives Relatable. And please, please, please join the community. Join the blog at housewivesrelatable.substack.com. It's also a great way to support my channel through my Substack. And uh, once again, guys, don't forget, send me a DM, an email, anything. If you have like a pressing question that you would like to ask Kim D for our chit chat next week. And as always, thank you for being a fan and not fanatical. Ciao.